On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kidder and I are sitting down to have a wonderful little chat. We're going to discuss Marvel movies. We're going to discuss the return of Mortal Kombat. And, uh, you know, any other little thing that we uh, we feel like chatting about. And you know what? There might even be a surprise appearance that I'm not going to spoil now. Someone's going to show up. Maybe. In a way. Possibly. Who knows? It's all good. It's all fun. So make sure you have a beverage. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. For a cold beverage, porpoises, enjoy time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that, uh, you know, had a really nice, quick opening line that it was going to use for this, but unfortunately there's a writer strike going on, and we lost our writer before he could finish writing it. So, um, yeah, I'm Howard, your host, Howard Blues, and uh, across from me is the band, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing tonight? Well, Howie Blues straight off the radio train and into the podcast world. I am here. I uh, had some ramen and finishing off uh, Coca-Cola. So, you know, <clears throat> I started what's on tap early. I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm still hungry. So it's kind of kind of depressing. Yeah, that uh, that sounds rough. I mean, um, I mean mm-hmm. anytime you got to do the pregame and, you know, clearly it's been a bit of a rough day. I mean, you can tell it's been a rough day when the introduction that I have been doing for over 100 episodes just totally goes blank as I'm saying it. And I, you know, drop the lines as, as mm. if I never said them before. I mean, so. we could start again if we need to. Nah, that's so it's all right, you know. Oh, this is live. Well, it's not live. That that's tomorrow night. Oh. Right after. It's live for the people watching or listening to it right now. Live yeah. on replay. Ah. Yes. Yes. Then it would be live. Just just clarifying. Just make sure. uh, you know that that's uh that's good to know. Good to uh good to know. Yeah, no, it's been a week, kidder. Uh I mean I've worked a twelve hour day, a fourteen hour day. You had to be up multiple times at like Odark thirty. <laughs> I, I'm surprised I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's, it's been been for both of us. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a week. We, there it is. We didn't even make it 10 minutes in tonight. Well, you know, I, I kind of felt bad because we were kind of hinting at it. And, you know, somewhere somebody was playing the triple B home drinking game and was like, say it. I want to drink already. Just say it. Say the line. Say the line so I can drink. So there. You know, try to give the fans what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Got to give the people what they want. Uh, which is apparently trucking content, Kidder. I, I don't know if you've looked at our like stats, <laughs> but our but our brothers blue hauling episode, the one that I uh, labeled that, and I put that really sweet retro trucking graphic on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like got over fifty views. You know, like our videos eventually get up to that high, but like this is like out of the gate. It's like everybody's watching it. 
apparently people like the trucking content. Can't go wrong with some other truckers. Yeah. Uh, my only fear is then that you're going to want me to like actually start playing American Trucking Simulator so that mm. we have more like trucking content in the show. And I, I just don't know that I can commit to that, Gitter. Oh, that's a lot of trucking. It is. I mean, maybe maybe I'll have to go to the old Hobby Lobby and buy one of those like model like 18 wheeler kits. Hmm. And I'll sit and like assemble that during the show. Maybe, maybe that will be my contribution to the trucking content on this show. Hmm. Give it a give it a sweet brothers blue Holland paint job. I mean, it that does sound awfully similar to uh, something that you would do. It it does it does, but I I don't really need more projects at the moment. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Unfortunately, Rude Boy is not here this evening. However, he shared with me earlier uh, yesterday that in the American Trucking Simulator, there is a new truck to try available, I think, for free. Wow. He was disappointed because it didn't have that many customization options mm. like we like, you know, LEDs on the front, LED on the top, LEDs in the back, flash over here, flash over there, you know, all of the things. Yeah. No, that's a uh, that's a little disappointing. I know how much you guys like to spend time decking out your trucks. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's how it goes. So, but Kinder, I, I see that you are finishing off that uh, that lovely Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I guess means it's uh, probably time to have another, and that means it's everybody's favorite segment of the show. What's, What's on? on tap? Not <laughs> <laughs> okay. scary. No, I just also like the hot. I was on like a '90s game show, you know, where like the audience all cheers the name of the show or oh. the catchphrases and all that. Yeah, that's that's about what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Kidder, Kidder, what are you having this fine evening? Oh. Or would you like um, me to go first? I mean, you, I, you go right ahead, and and you go first. All right. So, uh, I am finishing off the uh, South Dakota beers that the local geek uh, brought us. And uh, this one is, once again, from the Sawyer Brewing Company out of Spearfish, South Dakota. It is the Pick Your Path Pilsner. Yeah. 5.2% uh, alcohol by volume. Uh, Pilsner malt, Pacifica. We've always been one to pick our own path. This Pilsner is no exception. We've deviated off the traditional Pilsner trail by using New Zealand hops. Grab a beer and boldly pick your path. So, family-owned, operated by wild animals. I think we've said that slogan every time we've had one of these. But, Kidder, I'm getting a little low on the old uh, beer in the beer fridge. Yeah, we need some more donations. <laughs> I was just going to say I just need to make a beer run, but... Yeah, definitely smells like a Pilsner. E-double-E-double-R-U-N beer run. It's all right. 
very weedy taste to it. All right. Like you can taste the grain. It's all right. I would maybe give it like a 2.75 out of five. Just slightly below average. That high, huh? Uh, I mean, it's it's not bad. I, I have a hard time. Like most Pilsners are kind of lacking in like flavor and taste. It's like Pilsner is not the beer I tend to go for. And so for me, they just kind of tend to be like meh, like average. Like they're not bad, but they're not like the thing I go for. I like a little bit more flavor with my beer. So mm. it's it, it's an average. It, it mm. It's not terrible. It's just just okay. Mm. Okay. So I can't remember if you've had this one on the show. I don't recall. Uh, well, you know, that's why we have a future Howard. He can pull up the local geek spreadsheet and mm-hmm. find out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but this one's a full pint, which is good. It'll last me the entire length of this show, uh, which is good because I'm parent in charge all weekend. So this is my one. Yeah. So, but uh, Kidder, that brings us back around to you. Good, sir. Hmm. What's on tap? Hmm. What you having? What's coming out of the fridge? Well, <clears throat> let's find out together. <laughs> hmm. This one looks close. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, I know this one. Oh, Lord, help me. The Neon Bear Hug by the Goose Island Beer Company. 7% alcohol by volume. It is 12 fluid ounces, and it is an IPA. Born in Chicago, 1988. Yes, there you you can see this. Yeah, Kidder, I have had that one on the show, and I want to say that I actually, when I tasted it, said that this was an IPA you might actually enjoy. Yeah. If my memory serves me correctly. Hmm. Probably. Uh, this apparently is also 10,000 volts of flavor. We'll see if it's 10,000 something. It is an India Pale Ale. Best by January 15th. Okay. Uh, <laughs> brewed in Chicago, Illinois, and Fort Collins, Colorado. And please recycle. No ball corporation aluminum, which I mean, you know, that's kind of the first sign of a good beer. All right. Here's the sniff. Very fruity. Citrusy. Maybe I should go with uh, that'd be a little bit better descriptor. Um. There's the pine. No. 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 
This is going to be rough. It's here's the problem. I'm not sitting out on the deck. It's still not 85 degrees. And um, yeah. So yeah, I very I low for me. And that's interesting because I did look it up. I, I pulled up the old spreadsheet and uh, I did actually say this. In fact, the quote that uh, local geek put down Kinner, I think you might actually like this one. It's not very hoppy. It has a nice uh, citrus-like flavor to it, but not that bitter hoppy flavor you normally get from an IPA. So, I clearly thought you would like it a lot more than you do. Yeah. Sorry, man. That's okay. That's okay. I had high hopes. Uh, Kidder, you also had the Pick Your Path Pilsner on episode 108. You said... It's a nice Pilsner. Nice amber notes there. The longer smoothness underneath it. Larger I'm reading this from pretty far away. You ranked it actually a 3.5 out of 5. So you actually rated it higher than I did. So. There. Some real-time fact-checking. Thanks, Current Howard. Yeah, you, you know, have got, another drink. Got to got to save the uh, got to save future Howard. He's been putting in. He has been putting in some work. And what work has future Howard been working on? Well, I mean, a lot of editing because uh, we had uh, episode uh, 112 come out tonight, which is like he he went overboard with the Easter eggs. There's a lot of stuff in that episode. Um, so that's that's a great one. But he's also got next week's episode edited, rendered, and up, ready to go. Plus two, yes, two brand new episodes of Howard's Cave of Wonder coming out. Holy so, crap. Uh, by the time that this one comes out, hey... Go back to just Wednesday, and the first one is out, and next week, you'll get a second episode. Hmm. So, like, four videos in the queue, ready to go, ready to be released to the world. That's that's something right there. Yeah, yeah, Future Howard's been busy. He's been, been turning out some product for us, so I hope people are, you know, like, we're, we're, we're basically sliding into summer with like a whole bunch of content, you know, to kind of kick it off. So it's all good. It is all good. And I mean, for the audience, I mean, by the time they see this, they already know, but at time of recording this, Skinner, we got two live streams we're doing this weekend. So, I, I mean, listen, if you want content this summer, boom, here you go. The trip will be delivering right off the bat. I mean, most people they're looking at it as summer time to go on vacation, time to take some, you know, much needed R and R. But no, what are we doing, man? We are pumping out the content. And if you appreciate this content, hey, maybe think about liking, subscribing, giving us the old thumbs up, share with your friends. They might enjoy this content too. You know, and you can always find out all the places that we are located on our website, beerbluesbs.com. Yeah. That's a good plug, Howard. 
Thanks. You know, I, I, I I'm warming up because you know I got to do all of the uh, cheap plugs for the live streams. So <clears throat> we've been working on it. You know, sure. get it out of the way. Trying to trying to live up to you know <clears throat> my uh, my responsibilities I have this weekend and trying to deliver oh. those plugs. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Very good. Very good. Well. I do have some breaking news. Oh boy, breaking news. Let me let me dust that graphic off. So breaking, I had to take a beverage drink break right there. So we know the triple B's armor one JS gunslayer. You know. I know, perhaps those watching or listening also know that JS, when he's going to do something, he does it right. Howard's like, where are you going with this? I, well, I, am, I am I am, on the, well, I can't say that I'm on the edge of my seat, Kidder, because truthfully, I'm scooted pretty close up to my desk, so I can't, I can't get to the edge of my seat, but I, I'm there mentally. Wow. Well, I mean, you paid for the whole thing, so all you need is the edge. All right. Um, This uh, afternoon, he happened to be doing a little something, something out out there at the uh, JS property. And he'll tell the whole story at some point, but uh, he ended up going for a sale. And no, he doesn't own a yacht. He went flying off a horse and ended up on uh, his uh, shoulder side uh, general overall area. And uh, it, it smarted for, for quite a bit, I guess. And, well, <clears throat> after going in, he has three broken ribs. Ooh. Thankfully, they are just uh, fractured and not like jagged or displaced. And so he does not have any punctured lungs or other organ damage. <laughs> but it took him a while to uh, get some assistance and to regain his bearings after, after it happened. So um, I had invited him to be uh, on this evening, but uh, he just woke up a little bit ago after <clears throat> getting some of that medication there and taking a, <laughs> taking a nap. And uh, he said that it hurts uh, to sit for more than 10 minutes. And so <laughs> maybe another time. So get well soon. JS. And uh, while you're on meds, try to not have a, a stiff drink. Yeah, no, man. Sorry to to hear that. That's a that's a tough way to to go into summer. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. ooh, that's a that's a rough one. So, um, <clears throat> Kidder, I'll I'll actually share my own breaking news. <laughs> Although I, mine isn't going to live up quite to yours because yours was literal breaking news. <laughs> I, I, I can't, although kind of. Uh, Kinder, I was out on the road uh, yesterday. Um, was traveling to a couple of sites, dropping off some stuff, getting us ready uh, because tomorrow marks the opening of our season. So doing some last minute drops off of store merch and supplies and it helped conduct an interview. Um, but 
here's the thing i'm as i was on the road uh and driving and driving a state fleet vehicle uh i of course was not texting during any of that because you don't do that in state fleet vehicle <laughs> but i got to oscar zero after uh visiting a fort abercrombie and uh was helping conduct this interview and during the interview felt my phone buzzing a couple of times and uh got out of the interview and looked at it because i'm like what what happened and uh here's the uh here's the text i got from my dad uh just so you both know because this was to me and lefty uh we are in the er mom gets to have her appendix out as soon as an operating room opens up awesome so uh my mom's appendix ruptured was perforated um so she had, was in surgery last night she um it went well but because the appendix had ruptured she's going to get to spend some time in the hospital because uh, they they tend to keep an eye on um that uh, infection is really really easy to come by um <clears throat> when you've had a ruptured appendix so she gets to stay in the hospital for that so she's kicking off the summer in a way that yeah i'm sure she's not enjoying so uh i might take the kids at some point over and just say hi so she can see them and get a break so hey i mean you get room service right yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah, so that makes the second member of my family to have their appendix removed. Uh, hers in less dramatic fashion, um, although both ended up in the ER. Um, I had mine out in the fourth grade, so I had. Um, and Kidder, you, you'll know you'll know my good friend Pat um, from from Surfish. He uh, he had actually gotten sick with like a stomach bug, but was still sent to school, and. Um, Pat is, and I mean this, nobody can beat him, the nicest guy in the world, period. I have never met anybody so humble, caring, do anything for you than Pat. Literally, nicest guy in the world. I've never heard him say anything mean about anybody. He's just that guy. Um, anyway, he was sick, and... Didn't want to interrupt the teacher when he finally, finally got called upon, you know, um, in class. When I was in the same class, he, uh, he's like, I need to go to the bathroom. She said, sure. He didn't make it. He made it all the way to the trash can. And that's where he threw up because he was having stomach problems. So he went out sick. I shortly got sick. Everybody thought it was the flu. Um, and I had a night where uh, I was lying on the floor of our living room, tossing and turning. I couldn't keep anything down. I was throwing up everything. Parents finally took me to the ER, and uh, they uh, they had to remove my appendix. They had to wait a few hours because I had drank something, and they had to let that clear my system. Um, but I, I will tell you, I was so dehydrated. Like, I didn't feel the IV needle go in. Like, it was bad. Um, they estimate that my appendix had been ruptured for about 12 to 24 hours and that it was a good thing that I had made it in. Um, otherwise, I might not be here. Uh, but, yeah, I got to spend a week in the hospital after that. And then they got infected and they had to go back in and clean it all out. And I got to spend a second week in the hospital. Um, 
and I still have scars uh, from those procedures. So mentally, uh, no, physically, uh, listen, I'm not going to take my shirt off for the podcast, but I do have a scar that starts kind of just right at the bottom of my rib cage and runs down past my belly button, kind of down to my waist. And it is eh, about a quarter to half an inch thick in places. Um, it was one of those that like after everything was done, uh, one of the doctors wanted to do steroid injections to try and shrink the scar. And that was like 14 shots of steroids to do it. And after the first set, I said, Nope, you know what? I'll live with it. I will live with this cool scar down my, uh, down my front, uh, as a thing. Cause I just, I was done. I didn't want any more shots. Um, being poked with any more needles but yeah so i'm hoping uh my mom makes a quick recovery and such but yeah it uh it, it's not the thing you want when you're like two hours and 45 minutes away and otherwise it was a good trip so good i'm glad she's on the mend i i sent her some pictures of the kids today she was pretty happy with that so all good in that case so but yeah kidder it's uh we're recording this it's the friday before memorial day weekend and it uh for me it's busy because it's the opening of our state historic sites they all go to summer hours um they're all geared up ready to go um i'm hoping for a good summer i'm hoping for a good busy summer so should be should be fun so any uh any big plans to kick off your summer here with the uh with the holiday weekend? <laughs> I I really shouldn't laugh, but maybe it's just my fatigue. Um <clears throat> we get to spend a lot of time together tomorrow and Sunday <laughs> and tonight. So um you're taking up like a quarter of my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> listen not, not, not the shows just this uh you know i, I i'm not gonna lie uh i will probably be starved for adult uh conversation because uh i mean listen i love my kids but i get three whole days with them just myself i'm gonna finally be looking forward to talking to somebody who doesn't always have to say why you know it uh yeah it, it's a, I'm looking forward to that part. Like that'll be, that'll be good. But otherwise it's going to maybe be a little rough on my side of things. Mm -hmm. And with my mom laid up in the hospital, my mother-in-law was kind of like, well, I think we'll do a low key uh, holiday weekend. It's like, great. Cause I was hoping for like the family get together because then I can take the kids and other people can entertain them for a while. And that does, isn't going to work out. So Oh, this kidder, do you want do you want some kids for like a day? No, I'm good. So they're they're awfully sweet. The one's almost potty trained. <clears throat> the other one's only on antibiotics, so you know yeah. you're you're just gonna have a couple blowouts throughout the day, but I mean otherwise otherwise they're pretty good. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good. I'm good. I was trying to figure out how to do something over here and uh, it's not working. So 
But you will know that uh, the live streams are scheduled. And of course, for those of you watching or listening to this, it's uh, two, two week old content, <clears throat> much like the rest of our show. Yep. Uh, we're, we're, you know, on the cutting edge of being uh, relevant. Which uh, it you said edge earlier, and it just made me uh, think. Didn't you have a radio show at one time that was called The Edge? I sure did. I I thought I alternative that. and new rock Sunday nights eight to ten on terrestrial radio. Yeah, because yeah, if I recall, you had that one. You did the Killer Kidder show, mm-hmm. and then uh, Dakota Damnation mm-hmm. were kind of your creation and shows i i said you were on some other things filling in for other people mm-hmm. and such so i don't count those but i mean these were the ones that you maybe had more of a hand in than oh yeah this the edge i curated i put it together pew, pew, pew. put some requests in there pew, pew. it was the best damn show so I, I have to ask, because you, you have just recently returned to terrestrial radio. Yeah, uh, yes. And, uh, I, I certainly have. I don't get to catch it all the time, but every now and then I I, I turn it on. Um, I actually have the website up as a quick tab on my browser on my work computer so that if I happen to be at my desk from 1 to 3 o'clock and have a project that I can work on where I could stand listening to music and such. I'll, uh, I'll pull it up and listen live as it goes out. Hasn't been a lot lately, but it's there. Uh, but Kenner, I, I was curious, uh, because this is a new company. This isn't uh, clear channel who you have worked for in the past. So Which I was doesn't curious. exist anymore. Hmm. <laughs> shows shows how much I'm up on terrestrial radio, but I, I, was, I was curious, Kinder, how how is the new atmosphere over there? It, I know you're doing classic rock, but are are you getting to have a, a say in the programming that you're playing with that, or are you know well, you held to the whims of somebody else? You know, I, I do like to throw a little bit of this and a little bit of that in there every every so often, and so sometimes as you're listening, you may hear. A tasty nougat or perhaps a uh, um, different variation of uh, an artist. <clears throat> so that's kind of my little here and there. Enough that corporate doesn't catch on. Mm. Here's uh, here's something um, with classic rock. And you, you know the music definitions better than I do, but... <clears throat> Isn't isn't classic rock? Isn't there like a certain number of years? Like once it hits a song hits, was it like twenty years? Then it's considered classic rock. Oh, 10. 10, ten years. Mm. That's any genre technically. Then it turns into a classic song. Uh, typically, the only real genre that has, I mean, there's classic country, I guess, but you don't have classic top forty. It's classic rock. So, ten years is officially the category for it to then move on into the past year mm. well that'll still work here here's i, I want to pitch something to you kidder i don't like baseball uh it, 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 it it's not baseball um but th- no. this has to do with your show it's an idea i had while i spent many hours in the car 
that I thought maybe you would like to, to use. So I'm giving you this one as a freebie. I, I think you'll like it. So, so here's the thing. If, if a song is a classic rock, rock song after 10 years, I think at the 10-minute mark of each hour, you should play a song that has just turned 10 years old that would be considered classic rock. That sounds like a lot of research and a lot of timing that's needed because obviously you have to time two songs or three songs out. So then it goes to about the 10 minute marks. So then you can play that. So sounds like it's above my pay grade. So uh, I'll just <clears throat> push that one up the, the chain of command there. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't have to necessarily be right at that like ten minute mark. I was just oh, you said ten. It has to be I, ten. Well, you said it. I, that was your idea. I, I, well, listen, I, I'm throwing it out there. I'm expecting ten. you as the ten. radio professional ten. to to take it and run. But I, I thought it would be an interesting <laughs> thing is if you did a thing like hmm. kind of every hour, like hey, we're starting off with hmm. you know, because you guys do what? It's like forty minutes of music, commercial free. 40 minutes non-stop classic rock that really rocks you know so you know maybe the first or you know whatever your first interstitial would be maybe your you know your second song of the set is like hey this is you know and now we're in 2023 so it'd be a song from 2013 you know is now considered classic rock that's an idea. I, I, I'm throwing it out there because I, I, I've seen Kidder in the social media realm where people like to post these short videos of like songs you didn't realize have turned 20 years old today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, I don't know. I, I saw one of those recently, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, that's something Kidder could do. He could do like, hey, did you realize this song is now considered classic rock? I I could. I mean, there's that possibility but <clears throat> that sounds like it's a, a lot of time and more effort and so um we'll just we'll just push that one up the up the chain we'll see what happens yeah well you know hey if if, if you don't want to do it kidder I'll, I'll tell you what you're gonna do it no because uh, i'm not oh. a professional radio dj <laughs> oh you just give me the information i'll i'll put the, sh- the schnazziness onto it I mean, well, I mean, if all I'm doing <laughs> is getting you information, I'm just going to put rock songs released in 2013 into the old Google. See what it spits out. And knowing me, I probably haven't listened to most of them, so I can't even tell you if they're good. So you're just going to get a list of songs from 2013. Judging by some of the people who are programming radio stations these days, they also don't know what songs are actually good. So, well, Yes, you see, but at least I admit it, you know, like I wasn't listening to a whole lot of rock in 2013. What were you listening to? Uh, 2013, it would have been a lot of blues traveler and a lot of podcasts because I just come off of uh, working down at Fort Yates. And so I just lost my like hour long, uh, well, two hour long commute every day. So. I was mostly at that point (laughs) listening to, uh, yeah, a lot of blues traveler, a lot of eh, just odds and ends, but you know me, I've never really been a radio guy. I don't, 
it's rare for me to actually have my radio tuned to anything except for maybe talk radio. So I like to listen to people chat. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I can't stand all the commercials on terrestrial radio. The, and and the, oh, hmm, I was just hmm. going to say, and also most of the DJs, I can't tend to stand hmm. either. So you're like, you are like in the, and it's not just because you're, you're my friend and I've known you forever. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of the few. You no, you really are one of the few DJs I enjoy listening to. You know, you you do an excellent job with that, laying down some facts, some little interesting trivia every now and then. You know, keep it moving. Even your plugs are not that obnoxious. Yeah. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just because I get to go over the top on this show. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> that that is probably true. But no, no, it's I've I've always like enjoyed listening to you. I've just never been able to like handle like the thirty minutes of ads that play every hour. So I will say, here's the problem of being the best. Everybody wants to be in your show. And so two things. One you raise the rates, but people still want to be in it. So then uh, number two, you got to squeeze some in, right? And uh, then there you go. More commercials for those advertisers who know the value of good th- content, kind of like this show. Wait, we don't have any advertisers for the show. Uh, uh, <clears throat> we'll just put that one off to the side for now. Uh <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to sponsor our show, help donate and keep the show going, maybe buy us some beer. You can go to two different places of your choice. Streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS or on our website, beer blues BS.com beer blues BS.com. You could buy us a beer, buy us a 12 pack, buy us a 24 pack. Hell, buy us a keg. It'll help the show keep rolling where it needs to go beerbluesbs.com or streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs and in our merch stores on both of those pages the proceeds go to us so it helps keep the show going Mm -hmm. yep the money we make we tend to put back into the show so which is great I mean, it's it's uh, one of those things. If you ever go back and watch some of the old, uh, like early episodes, it was kind of rough, man. It was kind of rough. <laughs> Which part? Ah, uh, you know, like I just say, like our camera tech has gotten better, our lighting setup <laughs> has gotten better. Yeah, I mean, the hosts still kind of suck, but you know, otherwise we're you know moving up in the world. Sometimes you can put the lipstick on the pig, but uh, does still just keeps it a pig. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, what? No, I'm just we're in 1080p now. I don't know if you saw that option, but 1080p. They finally yeah. upped upped their video quality game, so uh, we might be in a decent resolution. Ooh, I I know. 720 is so. 2005 yeah every now and then you know i come across the video on the old uh, youtube and it's like 
it like comes off and like the resolution's terrible and i'm like settings i wanted oh wait really 240 is the highest i can go mm-hmm. well crap usually it's like when i'm watching like an old like news clip that somebody uploaded it's like oh well okay yeah <clears throat> low res is not the way to go nope 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 yeah you know can it, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this bothers you but I, I sit through enough like presentations from people yeah does it ever bother you now like if you sit through like a presentation and like a powerpoint and it's like they've clearly just grabbed graphics off of like the internet like off Google, uh-huh. but it's clear that they didn't look for like the biggest high resolution image they could. Mm-hmm. So it's always pixelated. Oh yeah. That uh, drives me nuts. It's one of those where I'm just like, come on. It's not that hard to look for like a high res photo. Sometimes it is difficult because then you have to actually search the internet and you actually have to look for something and do a little bit of work. Kind of like the questions you see posed on social media. Looking for insert thing here. Did you search the internet? Did you look for places, other recommendations, or even this one? You see 12 posts regarding the same question. You didn't even look in the group or the Facebook in general for anybody else who has that question. Stop being lazy and stop posting comments on other people's comments on somebody's wall. Do it yourself. Sounds like uh, Kidder's had some like pet peeves recently with social media. <laughs> oh, no, this isn't recent. This this is years in the making. <clears throat> it, it became a simple, wow, you're that dumb to stop doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I will agree with you about the, like, people posting the same question over and over again. Um, I, I will say, I at least appreciate the ones who just call it out, you know, right away and say, look, I'm sure this has been answered, like, five times, but I'm so busy right now. I don't have time to go scrolling. Can, can somebody just tell me the answer to this? Like, at least you're admitting it, like... I'm being lazy or, you know, I'm too busy to look. I'll always take that. But yeah, the people who it's like clear, like you didn't really read or look at anything. Those ones always do drive me nuts. I see it with a lot of Kickstarters and board games. Well, uh, speaking of uh, YouTube, since we were chatting about that just a little bit ago, um, more subscribers. We we are. So we are. join join the YouTube family, youtube.com slash beer blues BS. YouTube.com slash beer blues BS. And please smash that sub button. Yeah, that's not where I was gonna go, but uh yeah, that works. Um it's the IPA. Yeah, uh, uh, that I'll sure we'll we'll blame it on that. Um no, what I was going to say is um you know I we've been covering on the show uh the straight line missions that are done by the geo wizard um because it's an obsession of mine and uh you know he just completed his uh fourth attempt to cross wales 
And uh, usually what happens is he does one of these and then it's like radio silence on them for, you know, quite a few months, like maybe six, seven months before we'll have another one of these pop up. <clears throat> so I was kind of like, okay, I've, I've gotten that. It's going to be quiet for a while. I won't get to watch any more of these. Kidder, I, I was on YouTube and what pops up but a Geo Wizard video. He's doing another mission. Uh, it's not a straight line mission this time. Um, he uh, he decided to partner with a couple of these what are called ultra runners or ultra marathoners. These are people who will like, you know, a marathon is was it's like 26.3 miles. These guys will run races that are like 45 to 100 miles. You know, so these are like very long distance runners. Uh, and he was partnering with a couple of them and they decided to run across Wales in a single day. So 45 miles was their trail that they were following. And yes, they followed a trail. There was only a little bit of trespassing that they did. Um, and it was only because their trail ran along a very busy road that the farmer had allowed the hedge row to kind of like grow over kind of the, like right up to the curb. So they didn't feel safe walking in the road. So they hopped into the farmer's field and just walked for a stretch there. I, I, I don't know. I, I understand that one. That. And they cross at gates and they didn't destroy anything. So that was good. Uh, but Kidder, they, they decided to do this like during the middle of winter. There's like three feet of snow on the ground in some places on their trail. Uh, temperatures dropped to like negative nine. Uh, and they, they set off to try and run across Wales in a single day. Um, it was an interesting video. A uh, very interesting video watching them have to deal with snow stuff hidden behind beneath the snow. Uh, the one guy ran the whole thing in shorts, um, which is just crazy. Hmm. But it, it it was it was an interesting video to watch. It didn't have quite the same drama uh, that the other ones have, uh, but it was just interesting to see them them do it and uh, the one mountain that they had to climb to the top of. Uh, you'll get a kick out of this. Like they got to the top and then they didn't realize like they, they had to walk for like, I think it was a mile and a half or run a mile and a half along the top of the mountain to get to the other side. And they climb up this thing. The wind is blowing and howling. There's, as I said, three feet of snow in some places and they're up in the clouds. So it's foggy. And um, basically clear. I, I think what they were going through was a much worse version of the hike we did in Glacier. Oh, Great. Where it was like every, you know, a little bit, they're like, oh, there's there's the end. There's the uh, horizon. We're we're coming off this. We're going to start descending now. And then, oh, no, it's just a little dip. And then we have to go up higher. It was an interesting video. Um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes if people want to watch it. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to go back to a bit more radio silence. He's been doing a couple of um, interesting one, Kidder one skitter he's been doing this um it's with a site called huge quiz uh and one of the quizzes that they have and he's done it uh for europe and he's done it for the uk but it's a quiz where you you have to name the the cities 
like so for the uk cities in the uk and every time you name one it pops up a circle and depending on the difficulty level you put determines kind of the size of the circle and the idea is to try to name enough cities to cover like in this case all of the uk so it's you know and there's some two thousand cities that he you know potentially could name um and that, like i watched that and i was kind of like you know i wonder if i could do that for like either like north dakota or south dakota i wonder if i could name enough cities to cover it um unfortunately you have to like sign up on that site and get a username and a password and i was like i don't really want to do that there you go little update a little bit more on the old uh, straight line mission venture yeah <clears throat> yeah I mean, there's a lot of people who've done it in North Dakota. I mean, essentially, I say essentially it's a straight line. Uh, you take uh, I-29 or I-94, <clears throat> and you're good to go. <laughs> or Highway 2, until you get to at least Williston. You know, it's not quite that straight, but it's I pretty know. close. <laughs> it would be close enough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What are you, what are you painting? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm kind of just painting a bunch of odds and ends of things. Oh. Um, I have been trying to kind of clear some models that I've like started, but never finished. Um, some of them were started like before I moved. So different things like we have a monk, You know, uh, I was working on this Minotaur that's been on my desk for a really long time. So they're all kind of in like various stages. Some are worse than others, but they're all ones that I like started and then something came up and I stopped and then maybe I didn't feel inspired to work on them. But I kind of hate them sitting around partially painted so i'm just kind of tackling them and i'm just kind of choosing some colors and just kind of going okay let me you know paint everything i can with that color and see what I, you know all i can get done so i'm kind of bouncing around between all of them so i was thinking kidder that you know we, we have a an instagram um base to our social media and such Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I was kind of debating if like, you know, if I am going to be doing more painting now on the show, uh, now that I've done gluing and assembling miniatures, then maybe I need to start like, as I finish them, taking photos and posting them to our Instagram. Absolutely. And the cool thing is you can do it through the meta suite. I, yes. Thing. Yes, I can. Uh, but I, I was just thinking about that because it's like, you know, I, I complete these and, you know, I haven't gone to the length to set up the paint cam in a while uh, that we used to do. Um, and I don't know that I necessarily want to go back to having to have that on. But it might be nice for people if they are interested in seeing the things I'm painting uh, to do that. So, hey, if you uh, if you want to catch and see what old Howard is painting every week, 
keep an eye on the Instagram page. Hashtag Graham. Hashtag Triple B. Hashtag Beer Blues BS. <clears throat> hashtag Howard's Cave of Wonders. Hashtag Howard knows social media. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right, huh? You know what's going to happen is we're going to start posting those and we're going to get people like tuning in because they're like, oh, painted miniatures. Cool, 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 cool. And then they're going to be like, what's all this other crap that you post? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. And I, I get it. But <sighs> somebody has to talk wrestling. Uh, you know, listen, wait. We are complex beings and you and i have never ever been stuck on like this is our one thing you know some people like deep dive into things and get to a point where it's like this is my one thing all i do is this i don't do anything else you know if if you've been following this show for a long time i think you kind of have picked up that we have a lot of interests we have a lot of hobbies we have a lot of things that we follow and that's okay. That's at least my take on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have we have quite quite a bit that we discuss. Um, like uh, you know, I mentioned that we have a, a podcast. Like, what do you talk about? I'm like yeah, pretty much everything except for politics. And we're like, like what? <sighs> Uh, wrestling, um, weather, movies, TV, hobbies, board games, painting, video games, yard work, the P Rock, <laughs> Murder Bird. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, you know, the, the goal of the show has always been to be like, if you were to find us in a bar and come down and pull up a seat and listen in on our conversation. Hate to say it. This is kind of what we're like, you know, probably with a little bit more swearing, but for the <laughs> most part, <clears throat> <laughs> just when I have 12 drinks in me, I guess, or one for loco. Well, that thing will screw you up. That thing will screw you up. I, I I you I uh I still it's like I, I've done it once now and I'm like I have no desire to ever do that again. And I've known a couple of you now who have uh done multiple four locos in your histories. Mm-hmm. And I just go, why? Why, guys, why? Well, I mean the first time <clears throat> it was 99 cents and and the the juice seemed like it would be good look i was young i i didn't um have that experience i didn't know what kind of garbage was actually hiding in that can yes i should have known that any alcoholic beverage that was the mere price of 99 cents and larger than a midco cable DVR remote. I should have said no. Kind of like the 9.99 Sangria jug, but it looked good, right? Well, not so much. And then uh, there was that 
oh, 10 plus year hiatus of staying far, far away. And then, of course, we we uh, finally had Big D show up on the show. And what better to celebrate his arrival than a garbage drink <laughs> that was red, white and blue uh, on the can anyway. Probably made my insides turn that color to red, white and blue at various stages of digestion. Uh, and then and then JS, he he. He got us. Yeah. I mean, I like that was my first um, drink like that because I know I had the juice, which I would assume that is like juice is to four loco as Pepsi is to Coke. You know, it's kind of the same thing, maybe a slightly different product, but for the most part. Yeah. I I would go even a step beyond that and say both brands are the same garbage in two different cans, whereas Pepsi and Coke you can clearly taste the difference. Mm. See, in a, so I've never had a Four Loco, so I've only had the juice, mm-hmm. but that was enough for like I don't necessarily feel like now I need to go try the other one. Nope, I'm good. Mm. Hmm. I, I'm usually up for an adventure, but no. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I I didn't ask, but I'm curious now if the local geek, if that was his first time drinking that stuff. Hey, local geek, help us get to the metrics and uh, drop that comment below. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I just kind of <laughs> wonder because, like, the local geek always does seem to like he he, he drinks like classy stuff, you know. And I, I just, I, I can't see him like even in college days being like, "Yep, I'm gonna have this." Could be wrong. Mm-hmm. We all do things in the college days that we're maybe not uh, super proud of. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I didn't know what kind of fresh hell I was opening <clears throat> when I when I got that. <clears throat> so, yeah. That was bad enough to last 20 years. And no, it hasn't been 20 years yet. But um, now that I've had two more four locos in the past two years, I'm probably good for the next 30. Yeah, I mean, I know I I have no. uh, No desire, no inkling to do that again. So, you you sent me a couple emails regarding uh, your your backing of a board game mm-hmm. that is also a video game. What what's the deal with this game now? Well, I mean, uh, so so this is uh, Mythic Games board game version of Rainbow Six Siege. And I have talked about it on the show a bit because it's been embroiled in controversy uh, because they recently have asked all of the backers for a contribution in order to get the game. Basically, we don't have enough money to get this thing produced, so we need you to pay more. And um, for a lot of people, it was a very large bill to swallow. And it was kind of put up, uh, some of the backers called it a ransom because it was basically told, you either need to put up the money or you don't get the game. 
So that has been kind of the controversy. They apparently have gotten enough. I think the last email they said that they had gotten or raised like two hundred and forty six percent of what they needed to actually send it to print. <laughs> I, I I don't know how that math all checks out, but um, that's what they said. And um, so they're they're now going to start making the print run and hopefully. Uh, come October, uh, games should be in our hands or shortly thereafter. Um, but with that, part of the original campaign uh, was within their partnership with Ubisoft. They did some different takes on some of the operators in the games. Uh, in video game terms, they put some different skins on these um so some alternative models for some of the characters uh and then they had worked with ubisoft to actually make these alternative models into alternative skins in the game and if you backed you got the codes to basically put these onto your characters in the game um i don't play rainbow six siege uh, it, it's an interesting game uh but I, I do not have the gaming skills to play that one. I love watching it played, uh, especially when you watch really good people play. I enjoy that, but I, I don't play the game. So I got the codes, but I don't, I'm, I'm never going to play the game. Uh, Kidder, however, you do play the game on occasion. Uh, so I decided, what the hell? I don't need these. So I have given them all to Kidder uh, so that he can have these exclusive skins from the backing of the game. So hell yeah. Uh, Thanks, but I finally, I yeah, I finally found my codes. So I was able to send them on to you. And now I have to figure out how you actually get said skins. Yeah. I, I kind of sent you the two emails about it and, um hopefully you can figure it out from there <laughs> uh, maybe tomorrow yeah maybe before the premium live event because it's at noon because if i do it afterward at uh, like 3 30 in the afternoon i'm going to be <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah, you'll have to uh, give, her, give those a try and then uh, let me know what you think of them. I don't even remember what they look like because this campaign is that old. So um, I'll be interested to see what your, your take is on it. So, but otherwise, enjoy, man. Enjoy. Well, thanks. So after well, reading that email three times, it said to redeem, click here. So, uh, it's uh, it's been a long day. Yeah, uh, that it has. That it has. So, but yeah, um, and we'll see. We'll see how Mythic does after that. They still have four games out that they need to try and get completed. And out there, including uh, Monster Apocalypse. So I keep hoping that that one uh, will manage to see the light of day. But right now, it's a little, little up in the air. Otherwise, nothing too interesting on like the board 
game front. So <clears throat> no new pledges you're looking at? Um not not really. Um they just did the second edition of Dungeon Saga. I'm in on that. Um but otherwise not really. Um I kind of, I kind of gotten to a point where there's only really a few companies now that I really trust on uh, on old Kickstarter because some, like up until recently, I would have told you Mythic Games is a pretty safe bet. Now I would tell you stay away from them. <laughs> um, so nothing really that I'm like, ooh, I must have. So. I'm kind of okay with that. Um, gives me a chance to get caught up with stuff that's in the cave and 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 such. So, doing that, getting some painting done. You know, trying to trying to get back into the hobby side of things. It's been too long without, too long without. But <clears throat> uh, speaking of Rainbow Six Siege and. Uh, video games and such kidder uh there was a trailer put out last week <clears throat> forgot to talk about it so i'll talk about it this week uh but nether realm studios has put out the uh official trailer for mortal kombat one hmm. oh hey get her sharing a screen sorry we'll come back to this I, but, that's how slow it was just to there's there's the uh the skins in their pixelated glory from the email you sent me of um, what they look like, I guess. So Mortal Kombat fight. Yeah. Mortal Kombat one, which is actually Mortal Kombat 12. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> Continue. Uh, yeah. So they, they, they released a trailer, um, and I, I have watched it. I need to watch it again. Um, it it's interesting because it it didn't really give a lot about what the story is, and and truthfully, that's what I'm interested in these days. Because starting at Mortal Kombat Nine, like they leveled up their storytelling to a to a very fine level. Like the campaigns starting at nine have just been fantastic. Um, you know, it's, I, I've sat and I've watched all of the, the cinematics on it. And it's just, it's a gripping story. Like, you know, could be a movie easily. Um, the basic premise. Here we go. Here's some, here's history with Howard. Mortal Kombat edition. History with Howard. To, to really start the story, you kind of have to go to Mortal Kombat 8, which was Armageddon. It was kind of there, like, we have built so many characters. The story has gotten so convoluted. We need to do a reboot. Uh, so let's kind of send it out on a bang. So the whole premise of Armageddon was basically all of the good guys from the history of Mortal Kombat versus all of the bad guys everybody trying to get to the top of a pyramid to claim this ancient elemental power uh which was represented by the character blaze uh 
and basically they were all going to kill each other trying to do this and it, it would allow for a restart so along comes mortal kombat 9 the restart the reboot and it starts off with a great cinematic showing uh the end of armageddon which came down to two fighters raiden versus shao khan raiden is losing and before he is killed, Raiden sends a message to himself in the past. It basically says he must win. Basically trying to shape what happens and to prevent Armageddon. And so Mortal Kombat 9, which was kind of just, it was just called Mortal Kombat. It's the reboot. It basically is Mortal Kombat's 1, 2, and 3 with a little bit more in-depth story and this whole mystery of what does Raiden's visions mean? He's seeing glimpses of the past timeline and he's trying to figure out what he needs to do to change the timeline. Um, it, it's a really great kind of story. You actually get to watch quite a few characters get killed off in it, uh, which is kind of shocking when those moments happen and leads to a final showdown between Raiden and Liu Kang, who has always been the series' chosen one, and which Raiden has to kill Liu Kang so that Shao Kahn can win. And when that happens, it leads to the Elder Gods killing Shao Kahn, which is okay. That was what they meant by he must win. Shao Kahn needed to win. Then we get to Mortal Kombat 10, and this goes into the future. We get to see what has happened to the characters. The good guys who were killed in Mortal Kombat 9 are, have been brought back to life by Quan uh, Chi as revenants. Basically, uh, not quite like a zombie, but think of like a zombie, but with like in the intelligence, you know, they know what happened in their past life. They have been brought back. And now you have uh, Johnny Cage his now ex-wife, Sonya Blade, their daughter. Um, but Johnny Cage is leading a team of basically new heroes to try and get them prepared to stop um, Quan Chi and Quan Chi's master, Shinnok, who has now come out of the shadows and been brought back and is trying to take over the world and to poison uh, what's called the Jinseng which is kind of the life force of uh, Earthrealm. Um, it's a pretty good story uh, in that they introduce some new characters uh, that are really great. I'm not going to get into the full story, but you kind of get the idea. In the end, good guys win. Uh, Raiden, um, basically Cassie Cage, so the daughter of Sonya and Johnny Cage, saves the day, beats Shinnok. Raiden gets Shinnok's amulet, which starts to corrupt him, and he has changed his attitude of, instead of us being Earthrealm and being on the defense, no, we're going to go after our enemies. We're going to take the fight to them. And that's where Mortal Kombat, uh, the next Mortal Kombat, picks up. Uh, so Mortal Kombat 11 is, here we go, Raiden has been corrupted. He's on the warpath and he is going to kind of ruin everything. Unfortunately, by killing Shinnok, he has pissed off a Titan 
uh, by the name of Kronika, the Keeper of Time. And so she is trying to gain enough strength and power to basically reset the world and create a new era where Raiden can't interfere and goes to the plan that she originally is supposed to have. And so that's what you kind of have this battle as the good guys try to stop her uh, because of her shifting with time. You get characters from the past coming back or coming into the future, having to learn what happened to them and, and kind of dealing with kind of all of that. So it's kind of a fun little time travel story. Uh, and at the end, spoilers, uh, Liu Kang uh, eventually becomes uh, the fire god Liu Kang after Raiden gives him all of his powers, saves the day, and now becomes the new keeper of time. And that's where we end off um, on that one. So now Mortal Kombat 1 coming in, uh, what we have seen from the trailer is that Liu Kang, God, Fire God Liu Kang, is created his new era, and we're going to see what happens in there. So that is a whole long kind of, here's the story, but that's all we kind of know. We know characters that were in the trailer was Liu Kang, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, Kung Lao, uh, Shang Tsung, and that's about it that we've seen um, for characters. So we don't know which characters are going to be in it. We don't know what the story is going to be quite yet, except for that it's Liu Kang's new era. So the world that he has created. Um, Katana and Melina are also in that trailer. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do with this story. And and that was a very quick um, a synopsis of these. If you want, you can find several places that have, they have taken and cut all of the cinematics out of the games and put them together like giant movies they're each about like three hours long so i mean i really just gave you the very 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 short synopsis of it but um it is it's a pretty good story so i'm excited for that and and seeing what comes out of it i could care less about the actual like gameplay and <laughs> that i just want more of this story it's got me intrigued so that that was kind of the uh exciting thing for me to see uh, pop up this last week so but i feel like that's a lot of uh ranting kidder i know you're not the biggest mortal Kombat fan so let's uh let's shift to the conversation uh anything that you are playing these days or are you still playing american trucking simulator so what's interesting is my microphone muted itself because <laughs> i didn't actually click mute um I, I have not played uh ats in about a week however as you're talking about mortal Kombat, uh i did see the last movie mortal Kombat and enjoyed it so there's that i also used to play a pinball game as a kid the mortal Kombat pinball game and thoroughly enjoyed playing that so there's my tie-in to the mortal Kombat, and of course it's mk which of course is the mark kidder so there you go uh other than that watched uh Ant-Man Quantumania this week, as it is now available on streaming. Many people have said that it is the worst Marvel movie 
ever made, even eclipsing Immortals. I have to say that it was a pretty bad Marvel movie, which Marvel usually has a very good record for movies. So I don't know what really happened with this one, but the quality was not there. What I would expect for a Marvel movie. And I'm not talking about the cinematics. Yeah. The stuff was imagined nicely. The actual CGI. It looked good in the Marvel sense. The editing and the content were not there. And Paul Rudd is funny. So there's that. I think he got hosed on this movie. Just my outside input, I suppose. Uh, <clears throat> I don't want to hate too much on Ant-Man because it's not like he's Spider-Man. Although there is a Spider-Man reference in there. Not my favorite Marvel movie. I think I actually enjoyed Immortals a lot more than that movie. Which is which is saying something because the movie you keep referencing is Eternals, not Immortals. Eternals, Immortals, whatever. They're <laughs> they're basically immortal. I'm just saying is it was so good you yeah. remember the title of it. So. Yep. That <laughs> uh, you you do have a an astute point. That's for sure. I, I haven't seen uh, that one, uh, which doesn't surprise you, but I actually haven't seen any of the Ant Man movies. So. Uh, <sighs> In my course of watching everything, I think those are just some of the ones that just never really quite like clicked or, you know, it's like when there's how many do they release like three a year Marvel movies? It's, Um, you know, and I'm not even counting the TV shows, but like three Marvel movies a year, you know, it's fine. But at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of stuff to keep up with. And so I'm, I am way behind on watching things. I haven't seen anything since Endgame, but there's, if you go back to before Endgame, there are a couple of things. Didn't see Captain Marvel. Didn't I said, see the, the Ant-Man movies. I don't think I maybe have seen everything else. It just gets to be a lot. And, uh, you know, and not every hero clicks with everybody. You know, I, I know I jokingly pester Mark that he should be uh, <clears throat> watching some of the Spider-Man stuff because it's good. But I can understand also like Spider-Man doesn't appeal to him. I get it. That's why there are so many characters, because if everybody liked the same characters, we wouldn't have 10,000 of them. So. Um, Gitter, uh, not to get too deep into the spoilers, but sticking on Marvel, uh, have you seen that there's been some leaked images off of the new Captain America movie? And one WWE superstar, Seth Rollins, was spotted on set and is thought to be the character Diamondback, um, one of the members of the Serpent Society. I, I maybe uh, have come across that in a scrolling and then forgot. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to, uh, to see what they do with that, with the new Captain America movie. And they just recently started filming Deadpool three. So, mm. so that's being filmed. I didn't see the second Deadpool. I liked the first one. Um, 
was a little more crude than I liked, but wasn't bad. I know you're not up on that humor. Yeah, I mean, not my favorite. And that's not to say, like, uh, if the whole thing had been, like, crude jokes, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. But as someone who's actually read quite a few bit of the Deadpool comics, it was, like, this is even a little bit, like, too much. It's kind of like they got the green light to make a rated R Marvel movie, and they're just like, we're going to go all the way with this. It was enjoyable, but it, yeah, wasn't, not everything was... uh did I find funny? And then the second one just came out at a bad time and I just never made it to it. I have it in the collection. Maybe you have to check it out sometime Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. or just wait and maybe it'll eventually show up on Disney plus because they just added uh, the old Spider-Man movies to Disney plus along with Venom. So I need to check out Venom. I'd say I do it this weekend, but uh, Got a lot of podcasting to do. <laughs> There's a little something, something to do. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see what else we got here, Kidder. Um, hey, I have an update on the whole uh, battle for Taco Tuesday. I didn't know it was a thing. Oh, I, I talked about it last week. Uh, so let me uh, refresh your memory if you if you didn't catch. Uh, this conversation uh, Taco Bell is waging war with Taco John's because Taco John's uh, trademarked Taco Tuesday. Uh, it is their big promotion where you can get cheap tacos on Tuesday. Anyway, uh, I, I mentioned uh, last week that Taco Bell has filed a petition in court to uh, free the name Taco Tuesday uh, it has gone one step further, Kidder. They have now actually started a marketing campaign. So they are now putting out ads uh, on the terms of we need to free Taco Tuesday because some other company has it trademarked. Trying to make it seem like they're going up against some like big corporation and not just a fast food chain out of Wyoming. And And starring in this ad campaign, none other than the great fighter of corporate greed one lebron james you guys can't see it because he didn't say anything but Cantor is so face palming right now uh why do we have to say lebron's name in this show uh because of the reaction i get out of you when we say lebron james don't make me call phil (laughs) i'm sure phil would have some fantastic insight on the battle for taco tuesday or at least some good comedy about it yeah kidder did you ever see space jam 2 yes and i am a worse person for seeing it yeah i skipped that one that was um not a movie that needed a remake they uh they could have left that one alone they sure could have yeah, but they didn't. Oh, of course not. This is Hollywood, where they're going to take all your favorites and eventually uh, <clears throat> reboot them and make them worse. Mm-hmm. Always makes you scared to figure out, like, hey, what what property, what intellectual property are they going to grab next? That's a good question. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, because there's plenty of profiles of intellectuality out there that could be stolen yeah i mean right now we have fast and the furious so that 
kind of is uh, keeping, I would say, any of the car movies down. So, like, you know, we, we've talked about the making uh, Smoking the Bandit, but, like, Cannonball Run would be another one that uh, we haven't seen them make. Ooh, here's one, Kidder. And I know this well. Uh, you would hate this. Uh, but Police Academy, one of your favorite series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be remade. Steve Gutenberg hit the mark, and that's that's it. You know, they they can't remake it. They would have to continue it. Yeah, see, and I think they would reboot it. I think that would be, I mean, that would just be what they do. They'll reboot it. You'll get a new cast of, you know, characters. That would be one. RoboCop. RoboCop, we haven't seen come back. Oh, but we did. Did Was there a RoboCop recently? There was a remake uh, about eight years ago. Wow. Shows how up on uh, those I am. Hmm. I missed that one. Let's see what what else is out there property wise. I think. Okay, 2014 is when it came out. Michael Keaton is in it, as well as Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> and then a bunch of people you probably don't know. It's probably true. Uh, let's see what else is there. Oh, lethal weapon. Terrible. I I own I own it. I think they're making a new lethal weapon as well. Wow. Okay. With with um, Danny Glover and um, Mel Gibson. Yeah, that guy. Thank you. You're welcome. I you know I uh, I used to like uh, Lethal Weapon. Uh, oh, Beverly Hills Cop. There would be one. I mean, they just did Coming to America 2, so you could do Beverly Hills Cop 4. That's a series that, like, changed drastically between, like, Beverly Hills Cop 1 and Beverly Hills Cop 3. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how familiar you are with that series. Barely. Like, Beverly Hills Cop is, like, really kind of serious. Like, there's comedy in it, but it, it's a far more serious movie. You get to Beverly Hills Cop 3, and it's just like, well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to turn up the comedy in this, uh, in this series more. You know, like, the first one is very much like, they killed my partner, and I'm out for revenge. Shenanigans along the way. And then, like, you get to Beverly Hills Cop 3, and it, like, all takes place in amusement park, and hijinks ensue. It's... Like that, they 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 went very heavy comedy by the end of that series. But I, I remember, like, I think I saw the third one first, and then I was like, went back and watched the first one. I'm like, this is not as good. You ever you ever have that, kidder, where like you've watched a series out of order? Yes, and, and then and thought that like you know like you you came up with like your own order of like this makes sense. Like uh, for instance, when I was a kid, I would have told you that Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the first movie in the Indiana Jones series because it was so different and dark and and such that I'm like, well, that one had to be first. And then they dialed it in for Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then the Last Crusade was awesome. And then my mom was like, no, Raiders came out first. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like as a kid, I couldn't wrap my head around it. But did you ever have something like that? Like you watched a series and you went, well, clearly it, it had to have been in this order well <clears throat> i saw the second austin powers movie first and then it really didn't make sense yeah yeah that'd be a weird one to jump into i never saw the the third austin powers i saw the first two and then the second one was kind of like pushing my level of what i was willing to accept in that series and then yeah. it's like i saw the trailer for the third one and i'm just like nope too much too much <laughs> mm -hmm. he's trucking people nope it's not me. 
It's not you. It's not me. Oh my gosh. Are we like sharing somebody else's stream of them trucking? It's somebody. All right. Well, okay. My computer is kind of far away. I think if I can read that text that it's rude boy, Kyle. It is rude boy. He's one trucking mofo. <laughs> look out. Look out. Traffic. Yeah. Oh, oh look at him. Look at him looking. Yeah. Look at him looking. He has a bunch of fancy stuff. Okay. So he has this like eyeball reader. So then he can look left and right or something. And then it moves the camera in the game left and right. And he's got his little wheel. It's not a little wheel, but he's got a wheel and he's got the the customized buttons in there. So then he can hit the turn signal and hit the cruise and reset the trip odometer and all kinds of stuff that I, <laughs> I, I use the keyboard. <laughs> I, that's good for me. I just have to ask, does he use the same setup when you guys do lawn mowing simulator? You know, the eyeball reader. So if he looks left and right, he's, you know, you see his guy like checking out the lawn as he goes. I would say yes. However, I don't think he had that when we were really rolling with the lords of the lawn. Oh man, construction's coming up. Good thing there's that traffic signal there to slow him down. Yeah, he just blew right through it. I mean, it was green, but it was green. Yes, I was really hoping that he was going to jam the gas and just go around these jamokes because look at those damn that damn Winnebago in front of him. Get the hell out of the way. <laughs> well, it kind of looks like he's in a no passing zone, but hey, he doesn't care. Brothers Blue Hall and doesn't have time for no passing zones. <laughs> I mean, he's showing off some cinematic camera angles because, like, I don't know why you would ever drive looking at that angle. Yeah, you can stare at the no passing double yellow. <laughs> mm. I have no idea where he is either. He he neglected to tell me. Nope, yep. See, he's telling the things to get the hell out of his way. I'm sure there's no audio, but he was just honking. Mm. Well, looking at the uh, landscape, he seems to be in some sort of desert. Ah, Arizona. Uh, I was about to say, I would guess Arizona. The sign that he just passed said Flagstaff and an arrow straight ahead. <laughs> yeah, again, like where my computer is and the size of the window, I, I mean, I can't read. Uh, 110 miles to Flagstaff. I, ha hey. I had to get the, the quick scoping eyes on the sign as it went by because the resolution isn't much better here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, looks like he's uh, he's making quite the haul. Look at the open roads. Oh man! Oh, there he is. Yeah. So is he streaming this? Is that's what's uh, going on? Uh, yeah, he's uh, streaming this through Steam. So he's Steam streaming. You know, it it almost be funny, <clears throat> and not tell him, but to start streaming our show on Twitch, and it's basically you and I commentating on his stream as he goes. <laughs> I, I mean, we do have the technology. Uh, yes, but, you know, this then kind of gets to a point where uh, this podcast kills the audio listeners, so. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Listen to the hum of that Volvo. <laughs> I, oh, I can't yeah, hear you it. can't hear it, right. 
Well, I can hear it. <laughs> that's that's something. Let me tell you. Need to clean oh, that. Brush. Oh, you hit the rumble strips. <laughs> it's it's something, Howard Blues. It's something. It uh, it definitely is. But man, you guys have been playing a lot of this American trucking simulator. We we have played a little bit, according to Steam. I've played a few hours, and uh, it's been a bit since I've got behind the wheel and hit the open road. I see, and like just watching this, I I don't know that I would find it like interesting. It's relaxing, I, you know. But if I was gonna go for a long drive, I would just go for a long drive. Yeah, but this is cheaper. This this is like a quarter tank of gas. Yeah, but it's just not the same, man. You know. But you can visit the Grand Canyon. You can visit the Four Corners Interpretive Center. You can visit the uh, Eisenhower Tunnel in Colorado. You can go to Hoover Dam. Las Vegas, you can even traverse Montana, but I haven't purchased that DLC yet. Yeah. I mean, Montana would be interesting as somebody who used to live there, but I think I would be highly disappointed because like I would want to go to like my old stomping grounds and I'd want it to be like realistic. And I, I'm going to guess that this game is not like, that realistic of a simulator where like the miles are like true miles and buildings are all in the right place and such. Uh, they, I mean, they, they shorten it. So, you know, to some degree it takes you less time to get from major city to major city because the time is accelerated and, even though you're driving, you know, like Rude Boy there, he's driving about 55. The miles pass faster than it would in the, the real world. So, again, it, it kind of helps you to actually get places in the game without spending 12 hours driving halfway across the country. Um, right. The Montana DLC pack is eleven ninety nine right now. I have not purchased it yet. I may pick it up. Oh, he's honking at people. Well, there's a cop yep. pulling yep. somebody over. Yep. Huh? There's a stupid ass roundabout. But as I you sh- can see, Rude Boy, he used his turn signal like a true patriot. No, I mean, as I said, like for me, like the the only thing that would appeal to me in this would be to like to actually be able to drive through and see like the old stomping girl, like a real realistic, like simulation of that. Like if mm-hmm. you could, if you could find it, if somebody figures out how to do this, it'd be awesome. But like, if you could drive around like the maps of Google earth, you know, you know how Google has the street view. If you could actually like drive those streets, That'd be kind of awesome. That'd be fun. Cruise around, drive to places you've never been, take a, you know, drive down the streets of Las Vegas and see, you know, all the casinos and all of that, you know, there'd to be some, some kind of cool places again with the street view, but it's just not the same as driving and looking like this. 
Right. What I'm saying, though, is I'd like it to be a simulation like this, but like in Google Street View. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That'd be something. I mean, that would be kind of, I mean, you'd have to kind of figure a way to integrate, you know, like a driving mode into Street View. Yeah, that would be kind of interesting in that sense. So. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I just learned uh, from the GPS that he is headed to the Grand Canyon, so you can see the Earth's butt crack. Oh, that was the Marianas Trench. Ah. Uh, also, that's his custom trailer, so he's not actually on a job right now. He's just driving for the funds of it. You know, that uh, butt crack joke, I could have probably also gone with Cleveland. That would have worked, too. Cleveland is just one of those funny cities that makes it an easy target for jokes. I've never been there, but uh, I just have heard that cleveland rocks uh, i've been through cleveland once um we when we drove down to uh global finals one year for di we we drove through cleveland there's an arizona license plate right there in front of rude boy and now he's entering the grand canyon village mm. interestingly enough you can change your home location for you, i.e. your driver, which is you. Uh, anyway, uh, I think the, well, you can't hear it, but the beeping, I think, is the motion sensors that you're getting too close to, you know, the person in front of you or something. Hmm. Uh, any, anyway, um, whatever I was saying there. Oh, yeah, there's the Grand Canyon. Keep your eyes on the road, rude boy. Drifting a little bit there. You got to take it wide so you can get in to get the true cinematic view here. Yeah, his trailer hit hit the edge there. You know, it's a national park. You're just costing the taxpayers money. Look at that. They had a helicopter there. Jump the truck. Jump the truck. Unfortunately, you can't. No. You just hit the edge, basically, and and then you're just hosed. But look at the customization he's done on the on the truck. It's almost like he's listening in. I yeah, I know it's he's not, but <laughs> well, he's taking a photo of his truck at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, there are photo uh, areas, so you see how it's white there in a normal photo, and then it turns yellow, uh, and then lists something. When it turns yellow, that uh, photographic area uh, that you basically get like there so you, you get a photo trophy mm. burp, 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 burp. <clears throat> he's honking i did mm. pass along that uh you requested to see montana so i don't know if he's going to uh hit the road well i d he he has montana i i cannot afford montana <laughs> Few people oh, could afford go. to purchase uh, <laughs> like, Montana. Right as right as I <laughs> tell them to head towards Kalispell. <laughs> no, that's Missoula. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the right seat. No, no, no. Don't go towards Hippie Land. <laughs> there you go. What is? What is he? I. I mean, there's Great no way that. Okay. There's no way that he can hear me. So I. Don't, I yeah, I, I don't know. 
Oh, he's going to Missoula. I mean, I will give him credit. Missoula is home to uh, Kettle House Brewery. Oh, a cold smoke. Mm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the mods that you can add into the game, too. As you can see, you can add uh, stores into the game. It replaces the El Generico places with uh, real businesses. And apparently he has driven through this area already. All the yellow is where he has discovered. But uh, the white roads are where he has not driven. Oh, he, he, he's taking the quick road. And that's uh, Montana Highway 24 at Fort Peck Reservation. Yep. That mm-hmm. uh, is a photo of somebody captured in the game. So now we're outside Kalispell. Yeah, it looks like you can uh, travel through quite a bit of highway, too. Yeah. He has a photo that he needs to take, and that's where he's going. <laughs> going up into Glacier, it looks yeah, like. Yeah. He's dropping the trailer. He's, he's done with his trailer for now. Maybe. Yep, he's done with the trailer. He's bobtailing. Well, I can understand that wanting to take uh, the trailer up some of those mountain roads. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, hundred miles away would be two hours twenty-one minutes in the game. But notice how how it does look like certain areas in Kalispell. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely got a, a Kalispell feel. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like perfect by any means. Mm-hmm. It actually, if I'm being honest, it looks kind of more like the outskirts, even kind of closer to the Columbia Falls area. But they do condense the cities uh, significantly. Yeah, so, <clears throat> that's what I was going to mention. His little hockey uh, goalie mask hanging. Uh, dangling from the uh, ceiling on the right side of your screen. Right by the virtual mirror. Oh, yeah, because there's the uh, the annoying courthouse. <laughs> right in the middle of the road? Yeah, it's right in the middle of the road. I've driven around that damn thing so many times. I guess, okay, the courthouse itself isn't what's really annoying about it. What is is that it goes from two lane down to single lane, and I could never remember, Kidder, which lane dropped out. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, on the one way, like, when you're heading north to south, I think it's, like, the right lane drops off. But then when you come up south to north, it's, like, the left lane drops off. So makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. But yeah. No, hey, that's a pretty good representation of downtown Kalispell. I've walked around much of that area. <clears throat> so audio listeners, you're just going to have to go over to YouTube and check this out uh, to, to see it. But hopefully the audio records into this. I don't remember if it actually does, but um, probably won't. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can hear it. I I'm actually kind of impressed. I mean, I understand that they're condensing the cities, but they got a pretty good kind of feel for it. Like he's just should have been just going past the mall, heading towards Columbia Falls. Yeah. There's the five O 
doing doing nothing. The Montana Highway Patrol. Yeah, that's kind of it. I'll give it credit. It's uh, it's not a now bad we're in Evergreen County or city, whatever. <laughs> On Highway Two. Yep. So heading towards Columbia Falls. There's a Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Doesn't actually exist there, but okay. <laughs> and an IHOP. Also, well, no, there is an IHOP, although not there. <laughs> and here, a brother's blue hauling. We don't have time for red lights. In case yeah. you caught that. Uh, I again, I'm looking at a very small screen, mm-hmm. but yeah, but he should be heading up into kind of Glacier National Park here shortly yeah the official location is 84 miles away in the game and uh, an hour 47 in the game but uh going oh. through the uh the truck stop apparently he's got a fueler up now wait no, he's, let's is there a lucky lills i doubt it because it is not a gas station in Montana if it doesn't have a Lucky Lills. A fun fact for you. Every town in Montana seems to have a gas station with a Lucky Lills casino in it. Hmm. Well, I'm sure it's in there. just is part of the extra DLC you have to find on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. But yes, fun fact for you. Uh, if you ever... You ever Curious to know if you're for sure in Montana. Yeah, if the gas station has Lucky Lells, <laughs> you're in Montana. <laughs> yeah, don't don't mind that In and Out burger on the uh, side there. Also you know not in Montana. Montana. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, oh look, one of the many rivers and bridges that we crossed. <laughs> yeah. Probably the North Clark. That food services of America truck just cut him off. I wonder how he feels about it. Ah. The other other thing that bothers me about it, when you're in this view and you move your mouse, you can't actually click Bad Rock Canyon. Whoa, he's zooming in. I didn't know you could do that. Uh, (laughs) And there's his his little goalie helmet. Mm -hmm. But... um, yeah, you can't click the buttons with your mouse on the dashboard. It's kind of dis- disappointing to me. What's that one say? Burn Roadside Park. And he just got... <laughs> <laughs> you got to check your mirrors, Rude Boy. <laughs> well, uh, Kidder, with yeah. that uh, bit of yeah. collision and uh, now need for body work, uh, you know what? We've been talking for quite a while. Um, it is time that we wrap this show up, uh, especially since we got two more shows to do this weekend. Oh, yeah. So we better hit those cheap plugs and uh, mm-hmm. rest up mm-hmm. so we're ready for uh, all the fun we're about to have this weekend. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I think I'm just going to leave this up as, I, as I'm doing it because he, he has 66 miles to go yet. So thanks for joining us for this show. Um, What can I talk about first? The website, beerbluesbs.com, beerbluesbs.com. 
Look at that view. It's your home in cyberspace for everything at the Triple B. I mean, it's as relaxing as being right there in Montana next to that crystally clear spring stream. Mm-hmm. Beerbluesbs.com. While you're there, buy us a beer or buy us a round, buy us a 12-pack, and help support the show. You can also buy some of our merch, just like this wonderful pint glass that is, yes, the perfect Kidder-approved old-fashioned with no freaking cherry because there's no cherries allowed in an old-fashioned. Or perhaps this wonderful Triple B pint glass. Available beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch or uh, even one of these. You can get a pint glass uh, of the I will have a water with hops and grain. You can get it as a pint glass or even a comforter. It's up to you. Beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch. We also have another merch store. That uh, has a little bit of different merch for you. Streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS. You can donate to the show there. Buy some merch shirts on there. They're, they're real great looking shirts on both of the merch stores. So check them out. Beer blues uh, He can't go straight, but he's got uh, some other kind of village in the sign there that I couldn't read anyway uh, we are also on every pretty much social platform that's out there facebook and instagram and youtube just search beer blues and bs on any of those or type facebook.com slash beer blues bs instagram.com slash beer blues bs youtube.com slash beer blues bs and please like us share it subscribe it's free we appreciate it. On top of it, everywhere in the audio podcasting realm, that's where we're located. iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, IMDB, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts. That is just to name a couple. We are anywhere and everywhere. So please listen to us. And if you have any of those services, search for Beer, Blues, and BS and uh, subscribe slash follow our show on those apps please it'll help us get in front of more viewers and listeners just like you so thank you for making it this far in the show and let's see other special videos like howard's cave of wonder and our wrestling reviews are available on YouTube and the audio versions are also available on all those that I just mentioned. So please visit those. Give us a thumbs up, follow, like, subscribe. It helps us help you. So I suppose for, well, uh, he's got 29 more miles to go as we go through. This looks like the, uh, what is that? Highway to heaven? No. <laughs> Going to Sun Road that one yeah there's that damn tunnel (laughs) one of them you can't hear the horn but i guarantee he's gonna hit the horn when he goes through the tunnel there it is (laughs) i swear he's not even listening he can't hear me there's no way i just i just knew it 
Ah, uh, man. Yeah, that's how far he is from getting to one of the overlooks or I'm, I'm going I'm to guess that it's going to have him go to Logan Pass. The Logan Pass um, Visitor Center. Just looking at the map. You know, it was a was a nice place, except for all the people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I learned after your guys' visits, uh, there's a there's a um, they do a bus system. So once you're in the park, you can just get on the bus, and it will drive you up and drop you off. Mm. And that's actually the best way to go to Logan Pass. Mm. It's actually the best way to like do going to Sun Road. Let's just take the bus. It. It stops at all the major stops. You don't have to try and find a parking spot because it's tough to find a parking spot, especially at Logan Pass. So mm. that's your mm. that's your travel tip, from Howard. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next time you go to Montana up to Glacier National Park and you want to park and have somebody else do the work, you just take the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Howard, where can they get on the bus? Uh, as I said, most of the major locations, so like when we've done it, we used to get on at Apgar Village. So there's plenty of gone through. <clears throat> yeah. We uh when when you guys came through, we went through Apgar. Yeah. Kind of a he cool just, place. He just honked at a at a trooper. <laughs> Actually it was a white vehicle, so I think it was a park ranger. He has 23 miles to go. And he's taking his time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you might as well see the sights when you're on going to Sun Road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, here, here we go. Here's the photo. He's uh, he's meandering as much as this outro is. Yeah. This thing's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Look at that truck just sitting there by itself. And how far can he go? Uh, hey, that looks familiar. Yeah. I can't read that. Oh, Mount Oberlin. Where's that at? I, I mean, it's... It is <laughs> off of going to Sun Road. I mean, I... Hmm. So. Okay. Well... How about that? And now he's going over to the little log cabin and solar panel. I don't know what he's doing. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, what an interesting end to a meandering episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode. He's Howard Blues. Uh, that's Rude Boy Kyle. He's. He's hit the road again <laughs> and almost getting getting run off the road. Uh, I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this and every episode of uh, Beer, Blues, and BS. Remember, there's free beer tomorrow. Keep your glass at least half full, and we will catch you on down that road to the sun, Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. See you on the next episode of Tri- Triple B. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. 
If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. See how relaxing it is? Just. Oh, I mean, I've, I've been painting, so. Ah, yes. So you're partially high and relaxed. I like how you guys keep uh, like implying that there's like pink fumes and such with this, and there's like none. Oh, maybe you're just used to them now. No, it's oh, there's there's not. It's not that type of acrylic paint. It's oh, okay, okay.